Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to episode 230 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, August 17th, 2016, and my name is Dan Gorman. He doesn't know how to use the three shells. (laughs) Nice. My name is Casey Lyons, and you're not even your mom's favorite Jonah, Jonah. (laughs) My name is Greg Legro, and uh, well... Time to go look at the mustache again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fun. We uh-huh. have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us went and saw Sausage Party, Sausage Party, and then one of us stayed at home and watched Punk's Dead SLC <laughs> Punk Two. Uh, we will talk about an album by the Tragically Hip, and we will roll for movies next week. Uh, Punk's dead. What a, we'll what find a out. bold proclamation in 2016. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Ooh. laughs> um, if, if you would like, that's a dumb thing to say in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to uh, let us know what you think about the show, what you think about the topics we discuss, or the movies that we review, please email us at info at modernsuperior.com. You can go to iTunes and rate and review us there, please. Uh, you can go to modernsuperior.com and listen to our show and many other shows. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC right before you go and tell all your friends about us in real life and tell them to listen to our show and tell them to love our show. Yeah. 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 And hey, why not head on over to Now Magazine <laughs> and uh, vote can, for us for Best Podcast? Oh, yeah. You can still do it? Until November, apparently. November? November, November, November. Is when it comes out. I don't know when the uh, voting it comes out in November? I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> uh, I want to know now. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Give him a call if wow. you like. Wow. November, huh? But yeah, yeah. go to No, Ma- no, no Magazine. Go, go to No Magazine. <laughs> no Magazine. <laughs> yeah, so do that. Yeah, and all on, those guys. other things. Yeah, uh, my bef- parents did it even, and I know. they don't even care about me. <laughs> I think my mom did too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, doesn't care about me either. Wait, you have a mom? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're friends, friends now. Yeah, really good friends. <laughs> Martha. That's why Casey and I became friends. Yeah, yeah. We found yeah. out we had moms. We, we bonded over having moms. <laughs> we're having a real Batman Superman moment here. <laughs> we were fighting on a roof. Yeah. <laughs> Um, before we get to all Actually, that Actually, Dan stuff, had my mom on a roof. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Greg was in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah. Um, we got stuff. We got movie news, things to talk about, movies, what we've been watching this week. 
and more. We talked about it last week, but now there is a full trailer for Arrival. Yeah. Did you guys watch the full trailer for yeah. Arrival? I sure did. Yeah. I, did. I arrived at this conclusion. That movie's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. That looks great. It looks fucking great. Like, it looks, it looks like action like it looks like it's going to be exciting but also have the you know larger social implications yeah of yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe it'll movie. be what interstellar wasn't yeah yeah which is uh good <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh-huh. i think it looked great uh that's all i wrote down uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my new catchphrase guys what do you uh, think I thought it was great. <laughs> you got two honks out of three from Casey. <laughs> I thought it was really great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he really liked that one. Also, I can balance a ball on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so I wrote down that trailer and then didn't write much else down because uh, there, there's been news, though, I feel like. Uh, I wrote down news okay. before I didn't have to write it down. I yeah. just went ahead and watched the trailer uh, 800 mm, times. Yeah. There's a new Rogue One trailer. Oh, That's yeah. That's true. I watched that as well. Well, yeah, still Um, looking good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's, you know, we we haven't really talked about all of the um, studio interjection, taking Gareth Edwards off the reshoots and putting that other fella, I can't remember his name right now. Well, that wasn't even confirmed, though. Uh, Like removing Gareth Edwards? I don't know. They might have had second unit director doing shit, you know. Maybe they said, do you want to direct the reshoots? And he was like, no. No. <laughs> I'm going on vacation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys are gonna wrap this thing up? Great. You've been telling me what to do anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um so yeah, I'm I'm I don't give a fuck. Everything I'm, like, I'm sure it's gonna be fun. Thing totally so good. And no. I think I feel like he's a good enough director to at this point have delivered if they're like they've planned for reshoots, reshoots probably and he's delivered on his end of the bargain, I'm sure he's delivered more than enough for like a foundation of a great movie yeah that, mm-hmm. then you can go shoot a couple like b-roll things or, or whatever i just feel like the the name that keeps or the face that keeps popping into my head when i think about this is kathleen kennedy and i just keep thinking kathleen's kennedy kathleen kennedy's there everything's gonna be fine yeah <laughs> i'm sure it will be yeah, yeah. although uh, she was there for uh indiana jones and the uh yeah crystal skull fellas but yeah uh, um whatever another little star wars like rumor mill yeah. Um, apparently, they're trying to cast young Lando for okay. the Han Solo movie. Yeah. yeah which I, I think is really funny because trying to get an actor today to portray a younger version of Billy D. Williams, yeah. the way he talks, yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> There's no way. No one's going to be able to pull that off. Yeah. Right. No, the name that I heard. Donald Glover? No. Oh. I heard Donald Glover. I fucking love that idea. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, the name that I heard was Michael B. Jordan. Oh, really? Yeah, I think Michael B. Jordan could do it because he's got the charisma. Uh. He's kind of got like a smoothness about him. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that I think that he would play the line between it being like, you know, a Colt forty five ad and a legitimate thing. Yeah. I feel like he could do it, but now that I hear the name Donald Glover, yeah, interesting. Kind of down with that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. because you got to do a bit of the voice, but I think you have to like really pump the brakes on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't. And I, I mean, feel in like in the original Star Wars script, it describes him as like a a smooth black man or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Or yeah, a player. I don't know. But, uh, I feel like both of those <laughs> actors would bring something different to it. Yeah, oh, I for feel sure. like yeah. if. 
I don't. I feel like very from, different things. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Michael B. Jordan for me would be better just off the thinking of it, yeah. imagining it. And I think Donald Glover, they would have to be going for something very specific because I feel yeah. like it's hard not to see him and think like a modern kind of comedy sort of vibe. And I don't know if that would be what they would be going no. for. But if you but it think could work. about it, I mean, he's probably going to show up, what, in the first uh, Han Solo thing, yeah. which is Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Yeah. So they've got to have some, some sort of, of tone, yeah. not a comedy by any means, but there has to be something yeah. signature about it for them. Yeah. We'll see. And maybe he would fit perfectly into that. Yeah. Um, and then yet another reason why you should watch The Wire, man. You got yeah. a, a very young Michael B. Jordan in that. Too. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Michael B. Jordan, Idris Elba. It's a terrific cast. Definitely. <laughs> You're starting to slide that B into the last <laughs> name. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Yep. Um, I don't want to pivot too far away from Star Wars, but All did right. you guys see the Donald Glover... Um, Oh, teaser uh, trailers yeah, his, for his uh, Atlanta. No, no Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched. Awesome. Well, there's like there's a ton a of, them. of them. I saw yeah. three of them. Yeah, so it's for his show for FX. Yeah. Um, hard to kind of get an idea yeah, of what very, the show is going to be clips. about. Yeah. But definitely got my attention. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to be something that I need to see. Yeah, I think tonally it looks maybe something along the lines of Master of None. Yeah. Where yeah. Oh boy! Yeah. It looks like very like singular vision, but it looks like it is going to be not only funny but also like, like we're going to talk about some. We're going to be do yeah. yeah. We're going to be getting into some stuff. He plays a hip 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 hop. A hip hopsman, a hip a rapper. <laughs> I'm not probably. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure though. What because do I make when I have an aneurysm? <laughs> Because it doesn't really give you... The teasers don't give you any sense of character. No, there's it's, no narrative it's, whatsoever. It's like, here's a couple little like shots of things with a very... like They, they play the same kind of music in every one, so it's very... Uh, um, they're, they're selling the tone more than anything. Yeah, right. All right, well, yeah. that's fine. It looks cool. I, I'm definitely uh, interested. But he's not playing Donald Glover. No. Right. It looks different than anything I've seen, Is I feel like, Danny Glover? <laughs> he's a little too old for this shit. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Um, what else? Did we want to pivot back into Star Wars for sad uh, news? Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely, and so sad. And yeah. I think I think everybody knows by now, but uh, Kenny Baker, yeah. eighty-three years old, has yeah. passed on. Yeah. yeah, the um, heart and soul of R two D two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super sad. Yeah, yeah. Big Just, bummer. Yeah, I was really quite taken by it, and he was tri- you know the terrific uh, fidget. Yeah, time bandits as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and everybody on, uh, you know, everybody says this whenever anybody dies, but for all accounts, he was just a really fun person to have on set. Yeah, for, yeah. for the yeah. Star Wars movies, and everyone was like, "Oh, that guy was awesome." Mm. Yeah. So yeah, what a bummer. Yeah. It's totally. hard to do to make that uh, so endearing, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. to figure out how to from inside a little from inside a garbage. Yeah. Can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely rough. Super sad. Yeah. He but, was 83. Yeah, yeah. great. No. And, yeah, Star <laughs> Wars. Fuck him, I said. <laughs> yeah, so too bad. <laughs> I don't know why I Whatever. Yeah. No, but uh, a big part of the reason why Star Wars is so loved today and mm-hmm. why we are continuing to get new movies. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. There you go. Yep. So yep. now now what do we move on to from that? Uh, Anybody? Do we have things that we've been watching? Yeah. yeah. I think somebody I else died, some too. Really? But, uh, I don't know. Um, what have you been I'm watching? I'm not going to worry about it. Hmm. 
No, I finished right. up season one of The Wire. I'm on okay. season two. Okay. And I know everyone says season two is like a slog a bit, but it's not. It's not. It's yeah. really good. <laughs> I can see that. It's just not season one again. Yeah. So, I, And I think that was more of a like being a baby. at the time thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's terrific. Yeah, still yeah. still extraordinarily well well written. Yeah. Um, finally using the the original version of uh, Way Down in the Hole. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, apparently they don't use for the whole series. No, oh. apparently yeah. it's, it changes it's every several year. several different covers of that song. Huh. Yeah. And and uh, listener of the show Matt Colley said to me that that original one from the first season was awesome. Nope. <laughs> in, in when he heard no, that it isn't. he didn't like it on the show. <laughs> like Matt Colley might yeah, have been yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, when you've spent your whole life listening to Tom Waits and then that comes on, like I, it, it did almost put me off the show initially. Yeah. And I was like, what? I recognize these lyrics. Yeah. This is, oh, this is, oh, this, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I went back. You and I, shouldn't be doing, oh, why are you doing it like this? Yeah, I went back and I listened to both. And, and when you listen to the one from season one, it is kind of, you you think? Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll I'll hear it to judge because yeah. I don't know. Matt Colley's got good uh, got a good ear for music. So. You're not gonna like it, man. <laughs> no, I, I'm telling it you right like now. Something I get all up my own. No, butt no, about, this is so. like designed to piss you off. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, yeah. So definitely give it a shot. I yeah. want to know. <laughs> but watch this. It's so so great. So love it when I'm pissed. Yeah, off. yeah, it's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, if I uh, moved along in that, but I finally got to see some movies. Uh, uh, in the last yeah. couple of days, which is nice, I've been missing out. Nice. I uh, did some rewatches, uh, which was terrific. Um, Athena had never seen After Hours. Oh my god! Oh so boy! I fucking we, love that movie. We uh, watched After Hours. Yeah, man, that's a great. I haven't seen After Hours since movie. I was a fucking kid. Yeah, yeah. Man, I think I was a teenager I, the last I time I saw it. it. A lot, and then just about maybe half a year ago, I watched it again recently. Yeah, yeah I feel like you might have brought it up on the I show. I brought it up, and I remember, th- and, I, and I've already been thinking, because I have it on VHS, and I have some like uh, better ver- quality versions of it, and, I, sure. and I've been thinking, I saw the VHS, and I thought, i got to watch it again. It hasn't yeah. even been a year. I need to watch it again. So, All right, I, Mr. That, Miyagi, relax. That movie's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so good. Yeah. It's so funny, and it moves at such a good pace. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I mean Scorsese, not a lot of comedy. No, uh, I mean it's a bummer because yeah. the the energy in this movie is <laughs> so good, so good, so good. Yes, um, and so dark. Yeah, so dark. Really, really dark. <laughs> Some things happen, and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But it meant again. This is why maybe he, you know, uh, some more comedies from him would have been great. Yeah, because he manages the tone so well. Oh, the really definitely. dark stuff you are able to take the ride with and not get bent out of shape or feel yeah. like this is some fucked up junk here. Totally. You know, it keeps it uh, just left to center in the yeah. right kind of way, and it stays in the pocket the entire time. That energy and vibe, yeah. and everyone's on the same page. It's yeah. all. Uh, uh, it's all just fits together because it's a bunch of vignettes almost. Yeah. Almost. You know, you're just going meeting it's all these a, crazy characters as you follow Griffin Dunn around. Yeah. Who's just, man, <laughs> that guy is so underrated. I know. It's such a shame oh that there's God. there's a, isn't a ton more of great Griffin Dunn work. Not that there isn't a lot. There is. He's very good. And, and he continues to work today. Absolutely. But he should have been bigger, man. He's a, yeah, he really should have been like a big name in that sort of, uh, in that whole 80s comedy. Yeah. He's so funny. Really funny. Uh, but he, I mean, he can do so much, too. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his exasperation in that movie is just yeah. so funny, so, so good. good. <laughs> yeah, 
and though and like the the whole like cyclical nature like nature of the movie and how it like opens and closes oh it's man just fucking perfect yeah i love the ending i love the ending love yeah. the ending <laughs> yeah that's just a great movie oh, yeah just terrific Definitely. And it's yeah, you just like I don't know. When I was young, watching movies, that was one of the ones that where I was like, "Yeah, this shit is special." There's yeah. really you know you can really do something with this, and totally. there's such a a life. Yeah, pretty great. If you haven't it's, seen After Hours, oh man, yeah, yeah. And if you especially love the like day in the or night in the yeah 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 like in the life of character yeah. movies because that's like easily one of the best yeah yeah and they did that so a you're bunch in like the a 80s. night in the museum type yes of thing? if you're I'm a sure. fan of the night of the museum <laughs> night in the life of Jimmy Reardon <laughs> night of the opera right. yeah. Yeah. Queen <laughs> fan <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a Ben Stiller movie or a Queen album yeah yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> I just I I know that somebody on Letterboxd um. The website had made a list of movies that were were not like the one night movies where where it's yeah. it's like because they did one we did that as a loser movie Walk a Shame, we did that movie with Catherine Heigl. Walk a Shame, no, yeah. that's uh, Elizabeth Banks. Li- Elizabeth Banks, yeah, and I was really kind of excited to see it because mm-hmm. I love a movie where it's somebody stranded and they got to find their way home. Or yeah, yeah, it yeah. feels like such an eighties yeah. thing to do. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and I and that's one of the things I love so much about that movie. Yeah, yeah, Quick Change is kind Quick of Change, one of those. definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, super good. So good. Rosanna Arquette is terrific in it. Yeah. All the support cast. Catherine Amazing. Hera, uh, John so Hurd. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry Gar. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Terry Gar is the best. Yeah. Uh, Great movie. Yeah. Dynamite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After Hours. Mm-hmm. Watch, Watch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Casey, what have you been watching? Oh, well, Casey's been watching an awful lot of things. I'm just going to get rid of a couple things real quick. Started watching Veep. Yep. Uh, you guys mm. bright. It's great. The- one of I, I I'm not even done season one yet. Yeah. I'm about I'm like an episode or two away, and it's already one of the best comedies I've ever seen. It's so, so good. good. It's, it's fucking so brilliant and good. I said to my sister, I was like, she, Julia Louis Dreyfus is so embedded in in uh, the culture as Elaine Bennis that you think like anything else she does. You know, she did that New Adventures of Old yeah. Christine, which yeah. is not a terrible no, show. It was no, okay. it was it's just quite you know, a good it's like yeah. oh Elaine, but. Not, but with bad, worse writing or whatever, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like her, Selena Meyer is such a singular character, yeah. it's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. that. Now I look at her and she's Selena Meyer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh man, yeah. what a f- and everybody fucking Anna Klumsky's hilarious. Yeah, she's it. really great in it. Tony Hale is excellent. Yeah. In Tony it, Hale and is it, fucking amazing. And it's a, it, much like I mean, he's always going to be Buster, but he's so keyed into what he's doing here. It's such a great yeah. platform for his particular kind of weird. And it could be a shade of Buster, yeah. but it's and because it's similar. He's a similar guy who's kind of like a little <laughs> uh, like left of center. But yeah. He, but he again makes it a completely fresh character. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly. Uh, the perfect vehicle for Matt Walsh. Yeah, uh, he is fucking brilliant on it. Yeah, man, I, I can't say enough good things yeah. about it. I cannot it's wait to watch. So it. great! It's one of those things that I, I'm I'm so glad that I started so late because I've got, what, got a lot to go through. Yeah, yeah, you just plow through. Speaking of which, I watched the first season of Key and Peele. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh my god! I didn't. I mean, I'd seen uh, sketches here and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea how fucking brilliant the show was. Yeah, it's non-stop brilliant start to finish yeah and, and there I, hasn't been an episode where i've been like eh. yeah i haven't seen season one i just dropped in just to check it out after i realized i didn't hate uh <laughs> michael key anymore he's, and uh he's fucking phenomenal he's amazing yeah, he's i yeah i watched season four it's like right, this yeah. one and yeah. i yeah the same thing i was like 
Oh my God, this yeah. is. Uh, and I watched season one, and it's it doesn't even need to find its feet. It's immediately from the very first sketch. I heard somebody, I can't remember who it was, but a comedian that I trust say it's the closest thing that we've come to Mr. Show, and mm-hmm. uh, I I fully agree. Yeah, yeah. Like it's important in the way Mr. Show is. It's confident in the way Mr. Show is, and. Uh, and it's consistently brilliant yeah. in the same way. Can't say enough good things, but yeah, man. Not, like I laugh like you know, like how how sometimes you're laughing at something like it's funny and also you cannot believe yeah. like that yeah, somebody yeah. thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, man. So good. Anywho. Yeah. So those are uh, two shows I've been I've been watching. Well, you've been watching very good shows. Good for you, yeah. buddy. Well, <laughs> not all of them. Uh, and I wanted to ask you guys. Did you guys get a chance to check out any of the Get Down? I saw the first episode. Oh, oh. Uh, no! But Athena just asked me if either of you guys had watched it, and I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I watched <laughs> the first episode. Yeah, I watched as much of the first episode as I could stomach. Uh huh. <laughs> what did you think? I liked it. Oh, <laughs> I fucking oh. hate it. I didn't hate it. I I I didn't love it in the sense of I was running back for the next episode, but I'm gonna get around to it. I thought there was lots to like about it. I thought there was absolutely nothing to like about it and everything to hate about it. I, I uh, it's, <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's Baz Luhrmann. It's yeah, and, and, and it's. I thought it was for some reason. I thought because Grandmaster Flash was involved and uh, and it was it was going to be a little bit more real and a little oh, bit no. more grounded. No, it's a fantasy. But it's it's just awful. Like <laughs> I, I don't know. Sorry, in my opinion, uh, in my extremely correct opinion, it's uh, <laughs> it's. It's just so like Myos and I were both watching it, and and at pretty much the same point, we were both like, "This is terrible." <laughs> she was like, "It makes me want to throw up because it's very you know like hyper real and like, but the acting is just terrible." I don't know. I don't want to sit here and go on <laughs> more about how much I hate it. But, no, we oh. hate it when you hate things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I was so put off. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely felt. In moments, um, watching it, I was thinking, oh, this was not what I thought it was going to be, and I'm going to, like, adjust now and kind of take it as, like, the Baz Luhrmann, like, they're jumping from rooftops, and they're, like, doing their dances, and, and it's definitely... But it also wasn't as much of a musical as I was expecting at the same time, because there isn't any real times in this where they bust into song and are singing at each other but they do sing and the singing does inform the emotions and the plot but it isn't that like one-to-one that you expect from a musical or at least i do and i'm not a musical like expert but but i did think like i was having a good time watching it and i was entertained and i wanted to see where it's gonna go when the first uh, episode ended but it was another case where the first episode is an hour and a half and the rest of them are an hour, yeah. and it definitely uh, went on a little long. And I, but but by the end of it, I thought, oh, now they have this little band to get like gang together, and I'm gonna go see like what these four characters are gonna do and how they're gonna like navigate the world that this show is set up. And I'm totally interested in seeing that. But I can totally understand also, yeah, watching it and going, oh, I mean, I I hate um hate uh. uh I haven't seen a Baz Luhrmann property that hasn't angered me. Yeah. So uh, I don't know I why that's I thought your problem. Have you seen his house? 
Uh, <laughs> wonderful property. Wonderful property. You know what I haven't? <laughs> maybe maybe it would charm me into loving Moulin Rouge. Nope, you'd hate it. Uh, <laughs> it's a horrible, horrible home. It, it just dances around, <laughs> yeah. and the reality in it is yeah. all I think up we've none of the rooms go anywhere. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's all very superficial. And there's no fucking point to it, and it doesn't understand Shakespeare. Um, no, that's not. I don't want to say he doesn't understand Shakespeare because yeah. fuck, I don't understand Shakespeare. Um, but uh, but oh god, did not care for it. Although I'll tell you, there, there's a like that girl, um, the the main girl. I can't remember what her name was, but uh, she sings at the beginning, and I'm yeah. like, God, what a fucking voice. Yeah. But then I was like, no, I don't care about nothing. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Well, uh, I've been watching a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, Brag about it, why don't Let me you? tell you, hmm. it's quality programming called American Pickers. <laughs> yeah, you really do have a soft spot for reality programming. Listen, I don't want to talk about this long, but... Uh, as far as those garbage TV shows go, where it's like, we got ourselves a little shop in Las Vegas, yeah. we're going to go buy some stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't particularly uh, like those shows. Yeah, no. But I have fallen into this hole where I am watching a lot of American Pickers, Emma and I. And what? I, I don't know what that so is. So basically, <laughs> it's, it's these two guys. It sounds gross. It's a show. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been going, they're in like the 15th or 16th season by this point. But basically, it's just these two guys. They drive around America and they go visit people that have collections of junk or art or art or antiques or whatever, what have you. Um, and then they buy stuff for their own company, which they, they then turn a profit on by selling. But so here's the thing. Generally, these shows are like, OK, they're going to go buy something and it's all like set up. And they're like outside of the constraints of the reality, like staginess. The reason why I like this show is they're still going to cool places in America and they're still seeing interest interesting pieces of American heritage or or pop culture past. They went to this guy's place and he had like the biggest collection of slot car racers in the entire world. Cool. And he had all these different ones in boxes and all these ones and they were talking about like why this one was so special because it had this character on it that like blub some guy made up in the 40s and i was just like no this is great i want to just watch them go to these cool places and like pull a sign up from like behind some dusty thing and say oh well this was from that gas station brand that went out in the 20s and now this is why people like these things like outside of the setup which is them driving around and they have their little like scripted moments yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's all fucking that bullshit. would irritate the shit out of me but i think you're right i think all the rest of this it is would a, fully there's definitely me. like meat on this reality show bone for me. And I'm interested in that <laughs> shit. So uh-huh. I just, been, it's, it's been my go-to throw on yeah. thing. Yeah. So I've been watching that. Nice. But, uh, uh I watched something else. <laughs> just make your today. bone joke and get it over <laughs> with. <laughs> um, I watched something else today that I won't talk about too long, uh-huh. but I watched this horror movie that I've been meaning to watch uh-huh. called superstition. Yeah. 1982. I which, saw the trailer. Which I showed oh, the that, trailer. that Canadian jam? Yeah. Mm. So I don't know how I got tipped off onto this. I think maybe it was just uh, the amazing poster art. Yeah. If you look up the poster art for Superstition 1982, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And I, I turned it on, and it was uh, okay at the start. It's like these this couple making out in a car, and you're like, okay, well, they're going to get killed. And nice. they end up getting scared by their friends, and they drive off, and then their friends are in this like spooky house, and they end up getting murdered. And they get murdered like fucking crazy 
murdered. <laughs> like they get real <laughs> they get good murdered, murdered. Like crazy. Yeah, they and can't stop they can't murdered. stop getting murdered. The one guy gets his head cut off, and that gets put in a microwave. And then the other guy, I saw, I saw an image of that yeah. uh, in the uh, in the trailer, <laughs> and that was when I was sold. You don't see his head get cut off, but um, it goes in the microwave, and then the other friend discovers it, and then the microwave opens up, and the head blows up. Yes, and I was like, well, this movie. Is either going to be amazing or from now on will be totally boring. Yeah, because that's usually how this goes for yeah. sure. Um, but I, thankfully, this movie is actually quite entertaining, and every other scene features something awesome happening. Yeah, uh, good, good violence, good kills, a crazy, vicious, supernatural uh, uh, villain, and uh, it's really worth watching. So, supernatural superstition, nineteen eighty-two. It's a Canadian movie. Nice. It did so well in the UK on VHS that they put it into theaters after it had already been released on VHS, uh-huh. which does not happen very often. No, but uh, yeah, this is check good. That out, man. This is good. Sweet. It's really fun. Basically, the plot is that house uh, had this sort of uh, past where where somebody was going to uh, uh, murder this witch. They think there's a witch, so they tie her up and they end up drowning her in the lake, and then. Her her like soul is in the lake and it and, and the house I guess and then these these people move in they're like oh shit there's a witch coming here to murder people yeah it's good hey guys yeah cut it out <laughs> there's a witch here to murder us yeah Just FYI there's a witch who uh, ordered witch the witch <laughs> let me finish in the lake yeah it's it I was not bored I was not checking my watch yeah. Uh, that not does not happen very often yeah. when you watch these old horror movies. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's wicked. So last week, I think, Greg, you had Blood Rage. Yeah, this I did week, have some Blood Rage. <laughs> oh, Superstition. Oh God, I hope you've taken care of it. <laughs> so listeners, if you're looking for some gems of yeah. horror, go watch Supernatural, Superstition, and uh, and Blood Rage. Blood Supernatural. Rage. What's that? A TV show? Yeah. Don't don't watch that. that but, you know what? That is a TV you show. You should sort of watch that. Oh, because that's that's Listen, one of those TV not... shows that has a. A, a ravenous uh, yeah. fan base. Yeah. Ravenous. One, a ravenous. I don't know why I became <laughs> TJ Miller all of a sudden. Uh, uh, that uh, and and I've just never had any interest. And it's I never even feel like my... you won't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've it's seen a little an episode. Too I, I like it. It's really really watchable. It's not like particularly amazing, but it's just super fucking watchable. watchable. Yeah. Uh, and the one dude. The dude uh, with the like kind of dopey face, the guy from Gilmore Girls, that yeah. dude is he's okay, but the other guy uh, is kind of weird, and it works. Dopey face and weird boy. Yeah, dopey face and weirdo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, working it weird. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah. it's got a quality though. There's definitely a quality to that right. garbage television show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. What else have people been watching this uh, week? Uh. Real. Oh wait. What? Is that one? Uh, Did you have another one? I have another one. All right, go. All right, thanks, man. All right, tough guy. Yeah. yeah. Bring it on. What's up? And well, you're just talking about Canadian movies. Yeah. You know, it's wonderful. What? Canadians. Yeah. Uh, and you, if you want to have a real nice time, we'd have a nice time. I was doing rewatches. Yeah. Rewatch Strange Brew. Oh, my God. Boy, oh, wow. Is that a wonderful time at the pictures? Movie. Yeah. It's. So fucking good. I haven't good. seen it with sound in a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice effects, eh? I love <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just a always enjoyable. Every moment of it is enjoyable. If you're not yeah. laughing at jokes, it's still got this air about it. Yeah. Uh, Rick Moranis is a comic genius. Yep. He's just so amazing. Yeah. Um, and Dave Thomas is like a can be really funny. 
sometimes. I, I love Dave Thomas. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I grew up loving Dave Thomas, but I've also seen some terrible work from Dave Thomas. Uh, <clears throat> I, I've seen some, you know, paychecks, cash. Yeah, uh, there's some of that him. stuff. And it's not his fault. But he is so necessary to yeah. Bob and Doug working. Definitely. The the antagonizing brother Canadian guy, <laughs> uh, he just hits out of the park yeah. over and over and over. <laughs> like... Okay, fine. We'll go to the brewery, but then I'm taking you to the loony bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's not going to be good for you in jail, guys. <laughs> guy like you. Well, where are you going to be? I'll be in the cafeteria selling smokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <sighs> oh, oh, man. It's so funny. Yeah, I just, funny. I've seen it a lot of times, yeah. but I was still just fucking... Howling the whole yeah. way through. Oh, so fucking funny. I want to know what uh, listeners of the show think of Strange Brew. Yeah, yeah. Because I grew up like with with a dad that basically informed my comedic sensibility by yeah. like giving me Caddyshack and giving me Strange Brew yeah. and Steve Martin movies and stuff. So like, I have always loved uh, Strange Brew. Yeah, and I wonder it, if anyone like in America well, has I watched. S- it I saw it before like, I moved before to Canada. Moved I, okay. I was I, and like the movie is very Canadian, but they yeah. don't they, they don't say that. Ever. Yeah, you just are uh, supposed to know what the CN Tower is <laughs> yeah. and stuff, you know, and the how, what the stereotypes they're they're yeah. uh, playing on are. But I saw it, you know, when I was like eight or nine yeah. right before I moved to. Uh, to Canada, and I Still didn't. I didn't it. know what any of those stereotypes yeah. were, or what a hoser a was. Movie. I just—it was just a funny movie. Yeah. So even without all of the Canadian referencing, it's still genuinely funny because so the good. characters are so endearing and so, so keyed funny. in yeah well i mean it's like wayne and garth you don't yeah. need to know that they originated exactly. in Scarborough. that's true no yeah for uh, sure because they work just as well in illinois yeah 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 like yeah, yeah like totally that's yeah. totally funny's true. funny yeah um but yeah it's so uh and, th- and then after i moved here i got the great white north album and i was like oh these i guys. love that yeah. <laughs> that's the best you know that album's so good it's so fucking good <laughs> it's one of those uh comedy albums where you know, so many people have tried to do the, you know, we'll sit around, we'll have, we'll, we'll talk into microphones and we'll make it up and it'll be great. Yeah. And it never I'm not is. A fan of that no, we'll myself. call it. See you next Wednesday. Yeah. It's going to be a big, big hit. But, um, like people have done that, but it, when it works, like, you know, when the Tenacious D album, when they're not doing songs works and it's just them, you know, doing these funny sketches that are so clearly, partially made up yeah and when you listen to the bob and doug mckenzie album so much of it is just so obviously we're in a studio yeah making things up <laughs> no one's telling us no <laughs> yeah. but it's so funny yeah man. so good <laughs> yeah definitely yeah it was a great time strange root yeah you gotta watch it you do good time at the movies casey yes what were you going to say about movies you've seen? I got a couple more movies. Uh, speaking of horror movies, that's yeah. a little while ago. Uh, one real quick, I want to say uh, I was so curious and I had to watch that uh, movie Holidays. Yeah, I was going to uh, watch oh. that on Netflix there. Uh, yeah, because the, the poster looks good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a really great poster. Yeah, very, very Mostly good poster. because it looks like Chopping Mall yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And that's a uh, anthology based around uh, the holidays. The holidays. Horror movies yes. of the holidays. Uh, just just the holidays. No specific? No. Got, got a President's there, Day in there? I think each one is specific, right? Yeah, specific to a holiday. Yeah. And it's... Um, what holidays? 
you sorry, you want you want to know the holidays? <laughs> yeah, which ones yes, they, they do? do what do they go for? Uh, well, they kind of go chronologically, so it starts with um, chronologically Valentine's Day. Yeah, okay. okay, chronologically in the year. Year, year, yeah. year. I was gonna say you could start at any of them and go chronologically. <laughs> year, yearly. Um, uh, so they start with Valentine's Day, go to St. Patrick's yeah. Day, uh-huh. uh, Father's Day, Mother's Day. Uh-huh. Switch those. Um, this and that. I don't know. I don't want to get it. Anyway, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a couple directors. Cause yeah, well, yeah, Kevin Smith does one. And Ugh, it's, I heard that's terrible. Oh, God. What does he fucking think he's doing? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he thinks. Mm. No, I don't think he does um, either. I think he just kind of goes, oh, man, might as well God cut his dick off. Uh, there, There's one that, that I heard was directed by the uh, duo that directed Starry Eyes, which was there's so There's two good. that's done by them. Okay. The, the beginning one and the end one. The beginning one, I was like, I don't like the acting because it's a bunch of kids kind of thing. And also, then the end comes and I'm like, oh, this was kind of dumb. And then the last one is so much fun. Yeah. Like, the last vignette I feel is like so they saved the good ones to the end. I, I, <laughs> they want yeah. to send you. Yes. They did that with uh, the v- VHS 2. Yeah. Where the guy that did Hobo with the Shotgun had the, like, alien slumber party one. That yeah, was the yeah, only yeah. fun, like, entertaining one. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, but the last one is so much fun. There's one by a Canadian fella, actually, fellow from Kitchener. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of like I was like, well, this is sort of interesting. Like the the concept and everything, and the the um execution of it is pretty good. And then it just kind of ends, and I'm like, well, that ending was dumb. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah. So that happened. Uh, but. <laughs> When we turned off the get down, yeah. because I just life is too short, yeah. I was like, well, what's something else that I've been meaning to see kind of thing? I feel like I've got a free night of movies. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to wa- I want to see this Don't Breathe movie. Yeah. But I want to get a little bit of this Fede Alvarez guy. Uh, so I watched the Evil Dead remake. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I have seen. Yes. Had you not? Had you not seen it? Not did seen we do it, it as a oh. winner? We, what, we did it as a winner. You really? Saw it, yes. Oh. Uh, uh, wow. I fucking loved it yeah it's, it's really good, good. It's so good yeah man it's good yeah and it starts out like it does a thing that i really hate where everybody just shows up and says who they are yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. know like hey bro you're my bro so now that we know that hey jimmy what's it like being a teacher you're a teacher uh bye yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but then but then none of that matters because what fucking happens is tonally so just the perfect little throwbacks to the, the the Evil Dead style, but with with a new a whole new sensibility. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I thought they just totally got it perfectly. And right. I remember thinking where it gets to by the end of the movie with her character and how like intense it yeah. it becomes being just yeah just great. Yeah, man. Just oh I want a, I want a whole other movie of just that. Yeah, she was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, she was great. Um, and so was a, a weird long hair beardy fellow. <laughs> he was fucking great too. Yeah, yeah. and it's gross. Uh, yeah. It's gross and disgusting. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but it's not not fun. It could yeah. have been like there was a, a remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with uh, uh, Renee Zellweger. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Next yeah, Generation yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's, Horrible. It's just not fun. Yeah. It just beats you over the head with its grossness and yeah. it's like i don't like this uh this movie could have gone into that territory but it's so expertly crafted that it's fucking crazy fun yeah. the whole time it's fun yeah. 
I'm excited for Don't Breathe. Me yeah. too. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I saw a trailer for it before Sausage Party. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Apparently it's big good. thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah. I, lo- I remember thinking the Evil Dead remake, They some of the like jumping back to scenes where they have to do some acting i remember it being a little bit sort of back and forth in yeah. quality yeah, yeah, yeah but i haven't seen it in a while no, i had a great time i yeah. saw it in theaters it was a lot of fun yeah well, i think that's yeah. one that will be even better to revisit because yeah. it was under so much scrutiny so mm. like i remember yeah. coming out of it and saying i i really enjoyed that but i'm also kind of like worried about do i like how do i parse through this sort of like retackling of something i love so much yeah but now i could probably just go watch it and just have a blast for like how much yeah fun for it sure is. go yeah. enjoy that because yeah. if you want your ash stuff there's a there's fucking exactly. tv show full of it you know yeah yeah and yeah. there you go definitely uh, did you did you see the little uh marvel spoof at the end the post credits casey talking to you <laughs> what was that in the end of uh evil dead no Oh, I don't remember that. Or end, did? Yeah, end of the credits, uh, like at the end of I don't know, I don't know, wow, end of the Avengers maybe. Yeah. Fan, oh you yeah. Thanos' yeah. face turn and just be like whatever he does. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it was a. I do remember that. It was a play on that, but it's Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. And he what? just turns to the camera and says groovy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. What? I remember the, the theater being like, what? Yeah, everyone <laughs> lost their fucking yeah. minds. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched straight to the end. Maybe they didn't keep it in the uh, in like Netflix or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe not. I'm gonna go back and fucking fast yeah, forward yeah, through yeah. to see Have if a I look. can find it, because um, that's delightful. Yeah. Uh, another thing I really want—I don't want to talk about it because you just talked about it. Yeah. I, I uh, went back and watched a Jaws two. Nice. I seen that <laughs> since I was a kid. Fun. Yeah. You know what? Fucking fun. Yeah. yeah. Not a great movie. No, no. Super fun. Totally a slasher movie. Really, yeah. but really disappointing kills. Yes. There's nothing fun about like sometimes like sometimes like a, a lot of it is just they'll show a shaky camera yeah. around a diver yeah. and then um, there will be a bit of a shark. Yeah, the shark yeah. looks cool enough. Yeah, in this sure, one. sure. Shark eats a helicopter. Uh, pretty, yeah. pretty yeah, good. Totally. But they don't show anything fun. So no. you just kind of get the suggestion of a shark, and, and then sometimes they throw a little blood in the water. It's nothing, nowhere near as cool as when that leg uh, comes fucking floating down yeah, uh, yeah. in the first one, and yeah. also the head uh, popping, popping out, out, which is fucking yeah. always yeah. scares me. Well, yeah, nothing good yeah. like that. Well, there's one thing that's kind of good like that when he turns over the piece of the boat at, yeah. at the shore. Right. Um, but whatever. Yeah. Yep. Jaws two. Yeah. Worth a watch. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like also I feel like that doctor that he meets when when the, they find the whale that's all chomped up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like that doctor was supposed to have more of a part <laughs> because she seemed like. Yeah. Integral, but then maybe she just wasn't interested and left. So I don't know. <laughs> you don't see her ever again. Yeah. Yeah, Jaws too. Yeah, fun enough. Totally. Uh, yeah, Athena and I were watching the Jaws sequels. Uh, uh, we did two and then three, and I just noticed they put Jaws the Revenge on yeah. Netflix oh, as well. Yeah. So <laughs> probably going to have to watch that. I don't think she's, I don't know if she's seen it or not as an adult anyway to yeah. fully grasp the what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That movie is something. It's something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else? What else? Uh, I'm, uh, I think I'm, I'm out. Oh, I'm not. Okay. Now, one more thing. All right. Uh, Dan Gorman. Yes. You frequently review films. Yes. On your Facebook. Yeah. Where I see them. Yeah. And uh, great documentary, something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I should totally watch that. Yeah. And then I won't. 
forget or whatever. I'm just like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Mostly out of spite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but then every once in a while, I see something, I'm like, well, yes. Yeah. And I saw a review that you uh, mentioned for a movie called Taking of Beverly Hills. Yes. It was uh, the bad guy's fake a toxic waste yeah. spill. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, and you were like, this movie has these dumb things going on. And I'm like, well, that's for me. Yeah. So I watched The Taking of Beverly I Hills. I watched that movie too. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Really fun. And I don't know if there is a weirder screen duo I know than Ken Wall and Matt, Matt Frewer, Frewer buddying it up <laughs> yeah and they don't There's sell it like a buddy that, that I could see totally working no they, no, no. It, no, no, no it doesn't no, work it doesn't work even a little bit <laughs> it doesn't work at all <laughs> amazing yeah it's because so awkward because they never have any scenes where they're like being buddies it's no. always just them running around yeah and they have no chemistry their lines don't <laughs> make any sense together and like the music's all over the place and doesn't fit any scene. Yeah. Like the weird heist scene. There, there's a weird remix of Unbelievable by yeah. EMF. Yeah. Then there's like just standard. Oh. And then guitar. there's Faith No More. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's another... got a cra- like for a movie that you would expect to be a low budget piece of crap. It has a, a surprisingly like high budget soundtrack. Yeah. It's all big songs from yeah. the time. And there's a ton of people. Robert Davi's in it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, that's wicked. And, yeah. And they get Ken Wall's l- love interest is uh, Harley Jane Kozak. Yeah. And I was like, she's too good for him. <laughs> she's too classy for this picture. It's, what the fuck's going it's on? It's definitely got its moments. Yeah, yeah. When the tank is on the loose and yeah. he's deking out of the way and yeah. then touchdown. Yelling football things. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's a football player. Ken Wallace. But so he says football stuff. It's, sure. It's yeah. such a weird... Oh, th- like those are his... Uh, Catchphrase. Yeah. You like your ribs? Touchdown, yeah. suckers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tag on the play, idiot. Yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah. No. I'm not playing defense anymore. anymore. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but it's, it's, you think a movie about like... This isn't um, This isn't Last Boy Scout. This isn't a movie where it, where it like has any... Like 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 they don't really show him playing football or like anything football-y. It's just no. he's at this like he just wears a jersey. Yeah, he's at like a gala event yeah. and he's like a football guy. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't it it it's a weird movie. Yeah, but the uh, it sounds stupid. It's, it's dumb. Very very. But stupid. the the heist is one of the most. Uh, <laughs> baffling things I've ever seen in a movie. First so of all, weird. they treat Beverly Hills like it's this. I like that. Like they have their own police. They have it's like a like a place that you could go into and evacuate yeah. all the entirety of. Because they do that in the movie, they they evacuate the entirety, they evacuate the entirety of Beverly Hills. Yeah, on like two school buses. Yeah, and everyone's super calm too. Yeah, I and it's that. just it's Matt Frewer driving around going, "Hey everybody, There's- be very calm. Uh, you're in no danger." Uh, unless you don't leave right now, in which case you will die immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave now in these buses. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, jeez, okay. Yeah, in the middle of the night, they're like, all yeah, right. Whatever. That was a dead-on Beverly Hills accent <laughs> yeah. you just did, by oh, the way. Geez, okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What? What comes to Beverly Hills, guys? And then the bad <laughs> guys... <My floor. laughs> the bad guys just stay behind and rob their houses. Yeah. That's, their, that's, that's what that's they do. That's the movie. Nice. Until yeah. it escalates into more stuff, but it is kind of like, listen... We'll knock a truck over, yep. which will release a bunch of fake gas, yeah. and then we'll tell everyone that if you breathe this gas, you'll die, yeah. so we'll evacuate all of Beverly Hills, everyone. and then we'll take it. Yeah. It's ours now. Yeah, yeah. Your jewelry. That was a lot of work for some, some, some jewelry. <laughs> it's fucking weird, Pretty. Man. I was pretty very, good. very happy it's with fun. it. It's fun. Yeah. It, I found it's it... so stupid. I found it dragged on 
until, yeah. until it became fun again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. There's a half an hour in there. That's yeah. <laughs> you get used to that with these shitty action movies. Yeah, they yeah. open so strong, it, they close strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Particularly the '90s ones. Yeah, and this is like '91 or some yeah. shit. So, but which is also why fun. I'm like, what is Harley Jane Kosek doing in this? Because this yeah. is just after arachnophobia mm-hmm. and parenthood and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's weird, and it's weird that it. I I just kept watching it as if it was an a, like a Z grade no budgeter. Yeah, yeah. But then the action scenes happen, and they like blow up stuff that yeah. looks real good. Well, they tried really hard with Ken Wall for a little yeah. while there. They were like, really like this guy, right? Isn't this the guy? Yeah, Ken Wall, guys. What do yeah. you know? Wise oh. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in a movie called The Wanderers oh. that I recall liking a lot when I was that. young. But yeah, I, I don't know. What is that? That sounds familiar. It's a movie that I liked when I was young. Oh, he just said oh, it. Yeah, you know fucking... what? That's where I heard it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a movie. He's like in a kind of like a fifties kind of greasery gang okay. sort of thing, and it's about like the changing of uh, you know the well the times they are yeah, changing the basically times. like yeah. you you know social awareness coming up and his kind of thing is not a thing anymore and he doesn't yeah. know how to fit into. Uh, culture, yeah, yeah. He doesn't understand culture, but yeah. he's into this chick who's, you know, she's really uh, well read and 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 in touch with what's yeah. changing in the world, and he hmm. just can't. Sounds like it comprehend might be good. it. It's got a good, it's a strong ending, yeah, uh, okay. as I recall. But again, I haven't seen it since I was like thirteen, and I might have <laughs> been like, wow, yeah, bro, that's fucking deep, deep, <laughs> and it's probably really dumb, yeah. But thirteen me was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It sounds like 13-year-old you might have been dumb. <laughs> might have been. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, this is a bit over my head. Boss. I think I'm going to put on taking to Beverly Hills again. <laughs> <laughs> that Ken Wall is going to yeah, be big. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would say if you're into that kind of movie, you yeah. should definitely watch Taken a Barely. Absolutely. It's got its moments. Yeah, really dumb. It's worth craziness. it just for the jumping yeah. out of the way of the tank and saying touchdown asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt Frewer and yeah. Ken Wall. Yeah. Fucking weird. <laughs> totally. Yeah, all right. Anything else then before no. film roulette? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do it. Film roulette. <laughs> Film roulette is our <laughs> weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week we picked Sausage Party, but the loser has to go see something bad. This week it was SLC Punk 2. 
but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Uh, last week, Greg gave us an album by The Tragically Hip. We will roll for movies for next week, reveal a new Punishment album, and so on and so forth uh, goes Film Roulette. So, Greg and Casey, uh-huh. you guys got to go see Sausage Party, That's right. directed by Conrad Vernon and Greg Tiernan, uh, written by Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, Ariel Shafir, and Kyle Hunter. Um, this is a raunchy, uh, R-rated, animated, 3D animated comedy about uh, food in a store that uh, realized that being picked isn't all that it's uh, cut out to be because you'll go, down, get mur- okay. you'll go get murdered, apparently. Yeah. So basically, it's like this, one of those classic Pixar-esque setups where we've established a world within the supermarket. Right, and right. What, what is beyond is not all it seems. Yeah. And then uh, the, hopefully that will uh, spiral into some comedy. Yeah. So you guys saw this. Yep. Uh, why don't you break it down now? Break it down. Oh, wait. Right. Uh, 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. 83% doing, on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's making money, yeah. considering yeah. how cheap it was. Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're, Seth Rogen is definitely interested in doing more of uh, this type of thing. Maybe yeah. not this uh, specific and thing. And I think sure. it was one of those one of those things where they had a lot of control because it was, oh, this I is only how it much was. it's going to have. Yeah. This is only how much it's going to cost. Go do your thing. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how do you guys want to get into it? Mm, well, uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, well, what did you think? Um, yeah, I saw it by myself. Which sometimes seeing comedies by yourself, you don't you don't it's really hard. laugh too much. It's yeah. a little, like you can't get into the mood and stuff like that. Um, but I had a fucking great time. I laughed at a whole bunch of shit in this movie. It's yeah. really stupid, and it's just like, but it breezes by. It's really short. And what I liked was when I saw the trailers, I laughed quite a bit. I was like, that's really funny. But I'm yeah. like, how is that a movie, though? Yeah, how are they going to stretch that yeah. out? And they did a fucking great job. And I st- you see right away how they're going to do it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm down for this. This is okay. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's not like a <laughs> complex or thrilling story. Yeah. But the characters are fun enough, and they're like quite quite stock in a lot of ways but they work that in the right kind of way um and yeah i laughed at a bunch of shit a lot of it i didn't and uh <laughs> but whatever i had a lot of fun it was most i've laughed at a comedy in a while and they go far enough with a couple of things that i was like oh jesus <laughs> um yeah uh best movie ever totally no way but um <laughs> uh, yeah i had a fucking great time just one of the funnier things i've seen in a while yeah. they really managed to make this dumb dumb little thing really work okay i'd say nice yeah uh i i watched it with my sister who's uh somebody who knows comedy yeah uh really well yeah. and um and uh yeah we both thought it was uh pretty it was funny had some yeah. funny stuff yeah um it, it's not I, I didn't find the story compelling or anything no. and i found the way it was told to be uh i i feel like the point that they were trying to make was more important to them than the pacing of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and and they did a lot of like, uh, um, I don't know. I feel like they were trying to blow my mind too much, and I feel like they were uh, uh, like w- w- you know with the the racial h- yeah. harmony and 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 like all of the the theological stuff. I feel like they were trying to bring some stuff to light, but not really trying to uh, back up their claims or anything. Sure. Uh, and I, I feel like dick jokes were supposed to make that 
we're supposed to cover that up. Yeah. And I was okay. like, yeah, but these dick jokes aren't aren't strong enough. They're just dick jokes. That was going to be my question because uh, the stuff that I've read about the movie is that oh, it is like this juvenile thing, but there's more going on and that's what I was interested in. Well, um, that, yeah. that's very true, but yeah. the more that's going on isn't it, it's just kind of going like religion right yeah right you guys yeah and this is how some people are and this is how some people see i are. thought it was going to be like about because the trailers had like a like you were saying a lot of sort of we're going to be toying with some like racial stereoty- stereotypes yeah and i thought maybe that that they were going to be going for specifically a race thing no it's no it's, it's just more, there it's just there it's yeah. More, yeah yeah it, it's there and it's more sort of like it's more theological than it is racial okay perhaps. yeah uh it's just yeah, and and I don't know, man. I I just kind of feel like Seth Rogen now feels compelled to have weed humor in his movies, and it's kind of like yeah. that that was not necessary. No, no, it felt out of place because yeah. I was actually quite digging that scene. Yeah, and I thought that it it would have been like Bill Hader is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, and, and Craig yeah. Robinson and Craig uh, Robinson the the, the, <laughs> the little uh, the Sydney Ponte there. I was like. Yeah. Bravo. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nicely done. Yeah. And there's a couple moments like that. Like yeah. the little piece of gum guy was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> um, and, there, and there were, it's just, and then at the end, there's like this big scene where it's just kind of like, they've gone way over the top, you guys. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, but, so, or not South Park, sorry, Trey Parker and Matt Stone did this type of thing. Mm to much greater effect. So yeah. the way you're doing it now just feels Kevin Smithy a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Um like uh, okay, yeah, you've got this in your movie and you got this past, you know, some some people I guess, but uh to what effect? I was kind of like, eh, it's not it didn't yeah. do anything for me. Yeah. But there's some I would say see it. Yeah, just, it, just, uh there's enough and yeah, the kind of stuff that he I think feels compelled to do Dick jokes, weed jokes, stuff like that is the stuff that's a little, yeah, whatever. I didn't really give a shit. No. It just it's there. I can watch it. It's fine. It doesn't bother me or yeah. anything. Uh, but no, it was it there. But me. there were other areas. I mean, well, there was some drug stuff that happened in this that I was like, well, that's that's pretty great. But it was integral to the plot. Like, it was yeah, and making making that drug thing integral to the plot. Integral to the plot. I was like, well, that's fucking fantastic that was great that's that was, really yeah really good absolutely uh, great there were there were flashes there were like again there were moments i did laugh throughout the whole thing it was a worthwhile endeavor seeing yeah this yeah movie. it's just i feel like seth rogan needs to uh to grow in a way that i'm sure he can yeah because i hear him in interviews and i like I, i'm like this guy is really smart like yeah. this guy and really funny yeah i don't know he can just he he it just seems like he can be doing better than than this it, movie was. Is yeah. this kind of like the interview in a way where it's yeah, sort of? It really felt it really felt a lot like the interview. Like this is like a lark. Well, like it's trying to be set up to 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 say something important, but it's not really saying anything. Hmm. Which I feel like the interview was yeah. really like that. Yeah. The interview basically said, "Kim Jong Un exists." Isn't that fucked up? Yeah. That, oh, that's true. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I just blow your mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, I just, I was really uncertain of how to watch 
this one gag for 90 minutes. Yeah. But the fact that they stretched it into something that I did enjoy for 90 minutes and had more than a few laughs in it, there were more laughs that, uh, than, than just like, oh, man, the food is saying fuck and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I, there... I was I was pretty impressed that they got there with it. And fucking Nick Kroll was great. Well, it's basically Nick Kroll doing Bobby Bottle service. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> which fucking great. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck a soda. Yeah, um, is, like so good. Is there like a vodka orange, uh, cranberry, <laughs> very much? Is the is there what what's is there like a because in the trailers when I when we talked about it last week I said that like Saving Private Ryan scene with the freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a lot of of like journey here? Like, is there a good through line or is it just a bunch of no no because <laughs> no, that's what seemed interesting well i mean you get a bunch a of different scene. vignettes and stuff like that or okay. s- s- uh, set pieces yeah right not vignettes sorry uh that kind of they do what they do none of the the saving private ryan one is great yeah like really amazing. good and like there should have been more stuff of that quality and that sort of thought yeah maybe putting into it or you know or more lampooning Famous movie scenes or yeah. figuring out how to you know stick that in there would probably be a little bit more because I felt like there was going to be more of that because some of the setups for scenes felt like oh well here's your opportunity to maybe do something yeah either say something about a thing or really fucking have a yeah. great bit of satire go on but it doesn't but it, there's enough you know g- good voice performances and like silly jokes that yeah. you know I was absolutely susceptible to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the bottom line is this movie wasn't as important as I think it wanted to be. No, no, but I it's think it wanted funnier to blow than it had business being. A bunch of dick jokes yeah. 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 And, and, but yeah, end result is there's a lot of funny in there. Yeah. Yeah. Have it's guys... 83 minutes. Oh, yeah. fuck. Have yeah. a great time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my sister and I were talking about this on the way home though. Um, it, my, my sister was like, have you noticed that when Kristen Wiig, because Kristen Wiig plays the main love interest yeah. kind of thing, when she's doing like a leading lady thing, she's just not that interesting. Mm. She really doesn't do anything interesting in this movie. Yeah, yeah I was, uh, uh, I was kind of bummed. I wanted her to to, to do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Have you guys been keeping up with the thing about the animators? Apparently yeah. they are like, like up a in bunch of people got fired and not or, paid yeah. and or not credited and stuff like that. On this yeah, movie? On this yeah, movie, yeah. Apparently the directors are a bunch of D bags. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's beautifully animated. Oh yeah, it's really well put together. Uh by is, people that apparently didn't get paid or yeah, were fired yeah. or, or something. Or put like a year of their life into yeah. it and aren't credited I didn't on the read fucking it. film. Is that right? I didn't, yeah, if you I watch just, the end credits, it's like about 40 some odd people. And if you go to IMDb, which has been tracking like it since it started, it's like over 85. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw some like uh, headlines and I thought, that's fucked up. Yeah, what a bummer <laughs> yeah, about this yeah. nice little success story. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh, well. What a yeah, nice time. Directors. Don't don't bother with the theater with this movie. Okay, no, at all. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Was it in 3D? No, I didn't see it in 3D. No, me either. No. I, yeah. I, but animated in 3D. It's through, yeah, like three computer graphics. In that the animators yeah. were three-dimensional <laughs> people. <laughs> no, as in they're working in a three-dimensional world. It's not 2D hand-drawn animation. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. It's it's, uh, it's very but it wasn't projected in 3D. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're all we're all, we're on, all the on the same page. page. Yeah. I now understand technology. Really yeah. good. Do you guys want to hear about a uh, bummer? Yes. Speaking of <laughs> that, I saw Punk's Dead, SLC Punk Two, directed, written, written, directed, and edited by James Marandino, who did the exact same on the original. Right. SLC Punk. Um, this one got five point six out of ten on IMDb and sixty one on Rotten Tomatoes. 
a healthily uh, uh, overestimated 61% in my mind. Uh, this this uh, is described as, In the Utah hinterlands, Ross, Penny, and Crash go on a road trip to attend a punk show. Ross uh, shreds his dark gothic outlook and starts embracing life when the gang is out on the road. This movie was also a mercifully short one hour and 15 minutes long. Oh. <laughs> an hour and 15? Wow. <laughs> wow. We're Just cutting barely it close a movie. to being able to call it a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, starring uh, Devin Sawa, Hannah Marks, uh, oh Machine Gun Kelly, and a bunch of other people. So before I get to SLC Punk 2 Punk's Dead, I will circle... SLC, SLC Punk 2 Punk's Dead? Yeah, I will circle back very quickly on SLC Punk 1, which I rewatched. Which you rewatched, mm. yes. Uh, and will stand behind mostly as a movie that even outside of my nostalgia for this film, yeah. I believe there is something there. I would agree. Um, I think people could watch this movie and totally hate it because... Uh, What's his name? Matthew Lillard Matthew, is yeah. doing a thing. Yeah. And he is, each. he is picking, <laughs> he's going very far and he can be very annoying. But that is, for me, part of the point of SLC Punk, which is about these characters I, that find themselves so devoted mm. to anarchy and punk and making that their thing and yeah. labeling themselves as punk and yes. how they come to realize that <clears throat> that you don't have to do that that's a whole part that yeah. like you everybody everybody goes through that we all went through that sure yeah, you go through sure. high school and you're a fucking piece of shit and then you grow up and you realize oh i don't have to like be the guy that don't is project this. your high yeah. school you know what i mean career. and i would say it's matthew lillard's best performance definitely because his thing works there yeah his thing is a big kind of extension yeah. of that sort of Look at me. Yeah, totally. I'm a th- type of thing, yeah. you know, and like that translated into a guy who's kind of like that and yeah. like putting on an air as opposed to Definitely. being something. So his weird yeah, Matthew Lillard thing totally. works the most there. Yeah, and <laughs> the movie comes to honesty. There are some scenes in it that totally don't work, but it's fun and it and it has that kind of like 90s sun dancey thing going on where yeah. it's a lot yeah. of swiping around and stuff, but... It works, and I think I, <laughs> before I get into SLC Punk Two, even as cartoonish as the world of punk is in SLC Punk One, there is a nugget of again truth and honesty there. Yeah, you can look at those people, and they don't feel like to me they don't feel like entire creations of like cartoon characters. You can tell that the guy that made SLC Punk 1 knew people kind of like this or knew people sure. kind of like that, and I'm channeling yeah. that into these characters. Yeah. And they're cartoony and they're whatever, heightened, but you see the reality there. And then you watch SLC Punk 2, Punk's Dead, and literally there is not one, for me, there was not one iota of anything that resembled people Anything that resembled the world. <laughs> it is one of the greatest miscalculations I've ever seen in my entire life on oh, film. Wow. This movie is so unnecessary, so misguided, so fucking just wrong. And I've, I I don't like being the, the guy that's like, you took these characters and you did something I don't like with them and you yeah. owe me to be true to them because I'm the guy watching it. Like, you can do whatever you want with your movie and your characters. Right, but you do have a right to be bummed out by it but if you like But when I characters. watch this movie, the returning characters that come back, um, it's like they said, what would never happen to these characters? Let's do that. It just does not, for me, feel 
in any way organic. Like right. like any of the people from the original movie would end up here. Yeah. There's a character in the first movie, Trish, who is like kind of always a different sort of person in the, in every scene in the first movie. She's kind of like a hip chick, and then she's sort of gothy, and then she's sort of this, and then she's yeah, that. Yeah. And then in this movie, oh, she's just like a goth now, kind of. And she has a runs like a gothy store, and it's sort of like, well... I don't I don't see that. I don't I don't believe that. And then Devin Sawa's character comes back and you're like I don't think this guy would ever rebound to this point with what you showed me in the first movie. And maybe that's part of the point, but I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Um and so this movie follows st- opens with Heroin Bob from the original movie. Mm. Spoiler alert, he dies in the original movie and he's yeah. dead in this movie. And he narrates the movie from the beyond. Oh, boy. And he's like, Punk's dead. Guess what? I'm two or something at the beginning. And he's like, gives a finger to the screen and it's like, Oh, Shh. no, right away. <laughs> right away. It's like, no. <laughs> and then so there's no uh. fucking plot. The movie is basically about Heroin Bob's son who is like a gothy kind of kid who gets in a car with a punk chick and a, the machine gun Kelly, who is a rapper in real life, but he plays like the Lillard character in this one. Okay. Isn't narrating the movie, but he has like the studs and the Mohawk and, and they are going to a punk show for some reason. And that's it. And nothing happens. <laughs> they don't come across good characters. They don't, and nothing good happens. And so, Trish, who is the mom of Heroin Bob's son, um, decides she's got to get Devin Sawa and the one guy from the original movie who was a mod to come back. And he's a he's a black metal rocker now because he moved away and got into black metal or something. And you're like, why? Why? So you could have a funny little animation saying like, he went over there to the Netherlands and did uh, I like metal now. It's like, fuck off. Fuck off. Gross. It's terrible. Yeah. That and so gross. they decide they got to go find them. And then like, I don't know, there's no there's no romance between these like people and then but at the end one of them has like at the end the main character has got to get the girl and it's not earned and it's not set up. And <clears throat> it was too long at an hour and 15 minutes. Jeez. That's crazy. It was awful. I'm I was so glad I didn't see that movie. So Boring. Yeah, because I wouldn't have seen the first one. No. <laughs> like, I would not have even bothered. So I wouldn't even have that frame yeah. of reference yeah. to be uh, to have at least any sort of interest in what these people yeah. are doing. <clears throat> the yeah. best thing about this movie is it looks okay. Okay. The first movie had all these <laughs> had a lot of um, like sweeping crane shots and yeah, stuff, yeah, and yeah. in this movie they have a lot of. Um, they have a lot of those drone shots, like following the car from a little yeah, drone sure. flying. It looks fine. It looks cool. I, that does look cool. It look like that you, can you, be you, done so, so well. well, and it's done okay here, but it's just terrible. And the guy who plays the main kid is not good at all, uh, and I don't know his name. And Devin Sawa comes back; he's not good. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is literally so garbage i hated it Is i hated Devin every Sawa minute of it. alive yeah he produced this and was in this in this no, movie I mean, that just happened uh oh okay. <laughs> so this did just happen i just for some reason i thought that he had died uh, but it turns i think out, you're, it you're thinking like, of jonathan brandis maybe no <laughs> but that but his name did just pop through my head yeah. and i was like well who am i thinking yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. dead not i just dead. checked yeah 
All You're right. thinking of Brad Renfro? That is who I'm thinking ah. of. <laughs> and they're not the same person? No. No. Not yet. <laughs> not yet? <laughs> well, someday. When we all go to the <laughs> great guy beyond. and that alive guy are going to fuse together. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Please, if you have any uh, enjoyment of SLC Punk 1, just leave it at that. Yeah. Just leave it at that. I think most people will. Yeah. Yeah. So... Don't and here's the thing: they don't say SLC Punk two in the opening credits. It's like they're dead. it just punks dead. Punk dead. And it's like I feel like I have this feeling he's trying to sort of be this is its own movie, punks yeah, dead yeah. or something. And yeah. but but also hey, it has these insane ties yeah. to another movie. Shut up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no good. I looked well, at his IMDb. Not yeah. a lot happening. No. In between, I mean, lots is happening. No one no. cares, though. Yeah. I looked yeah. at a picture of uh, Machine Gun uh, Kelly, and he he looks like a real douche. <laughs> That's unfair. He just looks like one. Maybe uh, he's, maybe he's uh, great. Maybe, maybe he's, he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, maybe it's just because he looks like Travis Barker to me, and that yeah. guy seems like a real douche. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-huh. Okay. Well, speaking of music, yeah, uh, Greg, you gave us an album to listen to. I did. Why don't you tell us about it? All right. Um, yeah, we had a big run of uh, really horrible albums. Yeah. Maybe one of the worst runs we've had. Really aggressive. Yeah. Uh, almost mean-spirited, the uh, picks. So mm-hmm. I decided to break that chain, and we are amidst the uh, uh, final tour of the Tragically <laughs> Hip here in Canada. Yeah. Uh, and they just had the big, uh, was it three or four nights in a row yeah, in Toronto? Yeah, in Toronto. All sold out. All impossible to get fucking tickets to. I certainly tried. Yeah. Very bummed out. Um, I saw the hip uh, one time at least, so and it was fucking amazing. Uh, I saw them on the Inviolate Light tour, and I saw them at the amphitheater. I was in the lawn, and I was like, "Well, it'll probably suck from up here, but I'll drink some beers." No, that seems no. like a wonderful way to see. It was the, the best, yeah. Well, because then the the Watchmen opened, okay. and then the oh, wa- no. yeah, the Watchmen finished their set, and I was like, "Well, now I don't like music anymore." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, the hip came out and blew my fucking mind. So, yeah, it's a very sad and complicated time here for uh, Canadians. And yeah. uh, the hip are uh, one of the most reliable uh, rock bands of the last uh, 30 years. Um, and uh, there's a lot of folk. People are really hitting the shit out of Up to Here and Road Apples and Full of Completely. And the new album all getting a lot of attention. Yeah. And the middle work... I mean, I get, yeah, Day for Night and some trouble at the Hen House, mostly because of a head by a century. Getting its nod and obviously Bob Cajun, but there's a little patch of their uh, recording history that's not getting looked at or talked about. And uh, Gord's not dead. He's still here. We should be, if, uh, if we're really having him on our hearts and minds, uh, celebrating the music and the guy while he's around. And yeah. Not uh, eulogizing him just yet. Uh, and there's, I, I, they have a wonderful uh, late period um, that I think started probably with In Violet Light and then really hit the ground running with this record, and then the albums that followed, very, very good. Now for Plan A is a terrific record. But uh, In Between Evolution, I fucking love. It doesn't have a single big song on it. (laughs) Um, But it's just, I think it's a really consistent album, and I just love, love, love it. And through this difficult, shitty time, it is absolutely the hip album I listen to the most. Um, I'm a huge fan of it, and I just wanted to shed some light on it because it is so damn good. And I know people are kind of, drinking uh, in the hip quite a bit right now and yeah. i know a lot of american people are hearing about canadians losing their fucking minds over this and uh i thought even though it's not one of the big ones it might be a good entry point album. yeah 
So anyway, I went with this one because it's so good, and I want to talk to you guys about it because I figured you hadn't heard it. <laughs> yeah, and I hadn't heard it. Yeah, I, I had it. not heard it. Yeah. Um, and I'm coming at this, like I said last week, as a pretty big novice with the hip. Yeah. I know the hits. I know some of the songs that aren't hits, but not a ton of albums. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I and I didn't really start to listen to some more until you gave us this album. I yeah. Been, testing the waters but it wasn't until i started listening to this that i started to also listen to others right uh specifically in this run of late career stuff yeah 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 and casey yeah. and what? you uh i certainly don't know their late career stuff i um went to high school in canada <laughs> yeah so i do know a lot of their older stuff definitely um and uh and so yeah so but i mean ba- basically Trouble, well, uh, day f- Trouble at the Hen House, then Day for Night, right? No. Day for no, Night, then, Trouble then at the Hen House, then Phantom Power. And then yeah, Phantom Power was about when I uh, uh, sort of started to drop off. That was kind of where a lot of people did. Because yeah. the, the Music at Work album didn't really work. E- See what it did? This guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and, and I, I didn't dislike the hip during any time or anything no. i was just kind of like some you drift away from bands and, yeah. and other things to do so this feel yeah it, this feels like jumping in right into the middle of a new era of the hip yeah uh, so it was a very singular experience uh and and it it was a very powerful experience yeah to me uh, as a hip fan, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, there's a lot about the hip that I love, but listening to this, it's uh, I mean, there there is the weight of Gord's yeah. cancer. I yeah. mean, it it yeah. hangs over every Canadian. I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, th- this album, the first time you listen to it, this album is uh, substantial and phenomenal. And then the second time you listen to it, it's so much fun. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. This is a really fun. Yeah, album. it's fun very album. lively. Uh, it has, it has moments. I I kind of wanted if New Orleans is beat, I wanted that to be a little bit different. I think. Yeah. I, I don't want to say I wanted it to be better. I just wanted it to be different. Yeah. I yeah. didn't want it to be like a sister song to if New Orleans is sinking. Right. Uh, I just wanted it to be something that it's not. Yeah. So it took me a little bit of time, and I, it's still not my favorite. Um, maybe summer's killing us is my favorite. Oh, that's a know. good tune. But yeah, it starts so strong because that's so great. And heaven is a better yeah. place. It is so, and uh, I go nuts for uh, Gus the Polar Bear. From oh my god! Yeah, I read that holy... title and I was like, well, I'm not gonna like this. It I did the like same a, thing. It sounds <laughs> like a goddamn fish song. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. that song starts and it's like, oh no, this is fucking wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Uh, uh, as as makeshift as we are is another one that I was like the the first track uh, heaven is a better place today and um, as makeshift as, as we are our two uh, moments where I needed a second listen to really get into them mm-hmm. yeah when the first song started I was like oh I don't know if I'm gonna like this very much mm-hmm. and then summer's killing Oscars no you very much yeah, are yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then it just came to vaccination scars fucking great yeah uh it can't be nashville every night oh is isn't a that a good song phenomenal yeah. song uh, you're everywhere is a big one for me i yeah. really love that tune one night in copenhagen was yep. fucking is just fucking it's wonderful. a really consistent record was the other yeah. thing i liked about it it just it didn't it doesn't lose steam like some a couple of their albums have a little bit of you know dead Filler. weight in the yeah. back end yeah yeah 
I found I I really like this album, but I did find uh I did find it a little bit samey in a way where I did sometimes when I was listening to it teeter off when it got past the halfway mark. Mm-hmm. And then when I started listening to the other stuff around this era, particularly the uh after this album uh, one of the ones world after container this, maybe not world container i would because I, I was listening for now for plan yeah. a and i was listening to the new one yeah and they have like um a variety to them yeah specifically like texturally yeah i feel like this album is is like an arena rock kind of a pop rock mm-hmm. and 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 i really like it but i just i definitely did feel kind of like listening to it Okay, well, there's not a lot changing up. There is, but I I, I can agree with that uh, in a certain context. But I find I, I that was something that drew me closer to it mm-hmm. was was how cohesive this is. Yeah, all these songs hang album. out really well together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it feels like it feels like songs that were all written at at the same time. Yeah, and there's something I love about that. But. I, and and that sameness is something that can turn you off of the hip because there's other albums that are like that that are like I find Day for Night is a very samey album, mm. but but all of those songs are so powerful so and far work so the, nicely together. So far, the only other one that's turned me off in in a similar way and turned me off is the wrong way to say it because I still really enjoyed this. Just this, didn't give you. Yeah, a this album is a great album. Um, but when I tried to listen to fully completely. Yeah. I was like, this production is just not doing it for me. I, I was can't actually come just going to say, it. I think Fully Completely might be my least favorite album of all of the albums that, that I know very well. Yeah. I, I got just, a couple of great songs on yeah, it, yeah. but it's, it's also got a couple of, like, The 100th Meridian is not my favorite song. Oh, I love that song. Uh, yeah, I think everybody <laughs> loves that song. I listen to it, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, no that no. one, the title track, Fully Completely, is a fucking dynamite song. Yeah, Courage uh, is a great fucking yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's the one, I think, like, in this time period, too, like, like I've been devouring yeah. the hip uh, as of late and even just through the years like i always went back to day for night i yeah. always went back to trouble at the hen house hen house is hen house is weird because that's another one that is texturally and sonically very similar throughout but for me totally works yeah yeah i find that's their most like it's a it's it's a weirdly arty yeah uh album and i think that's yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. but then has like i mean you know, I think Ahead by a Century is probably my favorite hip song. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Yeah. But then it also has like sort of, it sort of langers a little bit. I don't know. There's, yeah. there's something about that. Yeah, there's weird yeah. little stretches in that record. Like flamenco is a kind of. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like s- sweet but creepy little yeah. tune that slides in there. And, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, then like, like with this one, because this is like a kind of more of a rocker yeah, album, a, which is usually yeah. not what I want. Like I want like an album of, of. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard the song, uh, It's a Good Life If You Don't Weaken. Uh, which is just, oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's so good. And I love <laughs> that yeah. kind of this melancholy sort of intensity from the hip. And like, this is a more of a, a like definitely a it's rock peppy. and roll. Yeah. 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 And, but they really work it. But again, it's like this band that's really working their asses off doing their thing. Yeah. But then Gord, I mean, it's all about him, you know, it's yeah. that slippery cadence and, you know, th- and his ability to, to make something that's so identifiable and familiar always feel a little off kilter yeah. and a little bit well, original. Well, forces things like as a vocalist, 
he forces things to work. Yeah. It's something that few... Vo- I've talked about it with Elvis Costello. It's something that few vocalists can do. Mm. That that shouldn't have worked. Why did you sing it like that? Yeah. Why did you make that line go on so long? Yeah. yeah. Because it, now it just sounds like you're singing a bunch of notes. And then the next time you hear it, you go, holy shit, that does work. <laughs> did you know that was going to work? Or did you just get lucky? <laughs> Like yeah. it fucking yeah. it, it blows my but you mind. You got to say at this point he knows it's going to work. Like he's well, got a plan he's with been this. Doing it for, for so yeah, and, and like and and album after album yeah. after album of consistently he, great of, shit. and you and different ways of you know forcing the the cadence yeah. around. And that's and that makes me uncomfortable sometimes yeah. because I'm like because it's a lot of stuff I never would have thought to do and indeed had I tried it I would have failed miserably at it mm. and I don't like it when music is does that to me because <laughs> uh, I, I always like to be smarter than music yeah. but then but it, it also is a bit of magic because it's just like ah oh, music can still fool me and that's yeah. really nice sure and this the, album felt like an album they needed to make and yeah. there's something that I love about that yeah too. yeah and, it's, and it, I just feel like it's the most uh, the most underrated hip album there is because it's not one that, that comes up in conversation. It's that has no big hits on it, and I just what was the what was the vaccination off? scar was the lead off single, which great song. I love. It, I think it works great in context of the record, and I really like the song. But I think as a lead off single in two thousand and four, it's a total misfire. Mm-hmm. I definitely see why it was. Yeah, but I, I, I can. You know, if you oh, if you if if you have either uh, summer's killing us. Or uh, I don't even know, or or uh, it can't be Nashville every night is your fucking leads, and you got yeah. a, a stronger case for an interesting record, which it really is. And the lyrics, are oh yeah, phenomenal. Summer's Killing Us should have been the lead off. Yeah, yeah, what a great tune. But yeah, I, th- I think it's just a great album that uh, Wait, more hip fans should. Uh, my favorite. Yeah, well, that's everybody's. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it's a real popular <laughs> yeah. go to, but yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking crazy meaningful song, and not oh, just because yeah. we live in Toronto. No, no, it's so man, it's so good. Anyway, and uh, yeah, just with that kind of weird way he approaches uh, sort of standard rock and pop and stuff like that. Bob Cajun was a big thing for Canadians because he, th- you know, they shed light on this little town that yeah. very few people are aware of, and yeah. like really cool. And then again, of course, on the new album, he throws out uh, a song called Insarnia. Yeah, which is, <laughs> yeah, oh, de- and it's so good. It's so good that, that song. And his vocal approach on that is very yeah. like, what? How? Da- how are you <laughs> making this work? This shouldn't work. If anyone yeah. else tried to do this, this would be a <laughs> fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After I listened to this a bunch, uh, I did go to the new album, and it's so good. It's really I wonderful. Yet, which I'm, I hadn't done before. Yeah, yeah, get into it, man. I'm, it's, as I'm uh, driving home tonight, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely super. It's really good. Yeah. Um. So I had a decision to make, and as usual, I left it to the last minute. Yeah. Um. So I was gonna give you guys something really bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I've had a last second change oh. of heart. Um. In this, you know, you've had what alcoholics call a moment of clarity. A moment of clarity. Uh, I'm going to give you guys something that I was listening to really heavily a while back and that I haven't gone back to. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take this chance to also circle back on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is something that I had brought up on on the show as something I was going to give you guys. And you guys, I don't believe you were familiar with them. So I'm going to give you an album called Repercussion by the DBs. Yeah, they are an uh, '80s pop pop uh, sort of art pop um, cool. post-punk kind of thing. I do love that. Um, Is that just like the letters D and B? Yeah, the DBs, like decibels. Like the decibels. Because uh, their you. first album's mm-hmm. called Stands for Decibels. Um, <laughs> All right. And All right, they're, well, they're like a... No ambiguity there. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're like a quirky um, pop, power pop kind of thing, but already... The, the, 
I don't want to. I don't want to name drop. They might be giants because right. they they definitely are not like that. But I think you will hear it and be like, I can understand why someone would think of that. Mm-hmm. But repercussion um, is that the album? Yeah, repercussion okay. is their second album. Download. Most people say the first first album is the Stone Cold classic, and I would agree. But there's something to this album that I really like. Okay. So repercussion Very by the cool, DBs. Very cool, man. Right on. And we'll have Exciting. a little discussion. Yeah. About repercussion. Very good. Yeah. A discussion. I'm about excited. Repercussion. Yeah. Mr. Captain. And, and I think <laughs> it, it's got that kind of, uh, you you were listening to The Pretenders and stuff. It has, it's a it's a weirder than that. Yeah. But it has that kind of bop along. So that you can, you'll you'll have a good time listening I'm, to uh, it. I'm super stoked. Around the I've house. never heard them before. Yeah. Cool. Great. So now we have to roll. Yeah. This week, uh, there's a lot going on. Nothing looking perfect as a winner. No. So we no. Just, I think we'll do uh, winner's choice. No. Nice winner's choice. But there's definitely a loser. There certainly is a loser. That Greg. How did you describe it? It's, it doesn't sound like a real movie. This would have been a, a punchline made-up film uh, on Saturday Night Live 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Hur. 3D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I don't want to see this. No. This is probably my least anticipated movie of the year. <laughs> I I don't care about any of this. No, no. Have have you guys seen Sandals and Horses shit? <laughs> have you seen um Have you seen Night Day Watch and Night Watch, the Russian films? Oh, no, I've seen uh, Night Watch. It's the same director. Which is the first one? I think Night, Night Watch. Watch. Yeah, Night I've Watch. seen Night Watch. I have not yet seen Day Watch. It's I have been fallen, like five years. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably get on it. I tried to watch a Day Watch and fell asleep like a hundred times. Like yeah, I kept yeah, yeah. putting I it like on. Maybe Night Watch. Watched Night, Night Watch was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was. Same director, so we'll see. We shall. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like with this type of movie, the director does not matter. No, I feel like no, no. Duncan Jones' name did not matter on uh, Warcraft. You know, mm-hmm. in, in, in the same way. This is just a big, dumb, epic uh Yeah. Shit. All right. Casey's going to roll. Sea Dog's in the house. All right. That's an eight. Nice. All right. I'm going to roll. Let's see if I'm seeing Ben Hur <laughs> or whatever I or want. Or Ben Ham. That's a four. <laughs> we got an eight and a four out there. Greg's got to roll lower than a four to lose. Do it. That's an eight. That's an eight. Oh, Fuck. that's a solid yeah. eight. Ben Dan. Uh, <laughs> more like Dan Hur. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, Ben Hur. That's, that's how I've been reading this for like weeks. Ben, Ben Hur. <laughs> oh. oh, God fun. damn it, beauty. Well, next week you're getting the painful album. Okay. <laughs> Fair oh. deal. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, uh. All right, next week Ben Hur versus uh, whatever you guys see. Maybe yeah. you'll go see Ben Hur. Want to come? Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I might just. Yeah. Some some week I will do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not, man? <laughs> Yeah, uh, some some week we'll where it's a winner's choice. We'll all go see the see something <laughs> <laughs> uh, We'll suffer through yeah, it together. Fucking yeah. amen. Just like we're gonna suffer through another orange you glad. We didn't say the OC corner. Welcome <laughs> 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 uh. to the OC, bitch. And this is how it's done in Orange County. Yes, sir. A freshly squeezed episode of Orange oh, Glad. Yeah. It's the OC. I just squeezed it bitch. today. Squeeze bitch, it what episode did you watch? <laughs> yeah, bitch. But oh. <laughs> uh, yes, I watched the OC episode 11, The Homecoming. Mm. 
Ooh. Yeah. Great. Here. So as we left off in the last episode, I don't remember. No, me either. No. Nothing, some uh, others, no, nothing ev- everybody happened. Everybody was kissing everybody yes. else. Yeah. Lots yeah. of things was potential. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody uh, better shoot somebody. Ugh, you would hope. Yeah. You would have hoped in this episode. Yeah. There would have been a chance. We'll get there. Um, all right, we start out, and Mom wants to make Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, and <laughs> everybody is yeah. very trepidatious about this because Mom is a fucking terrible cook, oh, and no. everybody takes every advantage to tell her that. I feel like this is not the first episode that has addressed this. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Well, let me tell you, Mom can't do shit oh fuck <laughs> and everybody knows it and everybody tells her they're like oh please don't try to make anything you suck at everything and she's like oh guys uh then the phone rings and it's dirty little ryan's oh. dirty little brother he's oh. calling from jail oh yeah and he's like come on bro he calls him bro and i'm like of course he fucking did um, he's like, I want you to come visit me in jail, but uh, Dirty Little Ryan is reticent to do so because he's like, look, I belong to rich people now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am a family of rich people's pet, and I don't need you no more. <laughs> Filthy jail brother. Yeah, yeah. They even let me bang the neighbor's daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody seems cool with it. <laughs> um, so uh, mom uh, wants to help cook again. And everyone's like, no, this keeps happening. I don't know why I wrote it down again. Uh, so I was dealing, much like you were last time, you, uh, Greg, uh, I was uh, trying to wrangle Beatrice at the same time as yeah, watching oh, this movie. Yeah, yeah. So I missed a lot of stuff from the setup, but there's a lot of hoopla as to who's going to go to whose house for what Thanksgiving dinner. Right, because Marissa lives with Tate Donovan now. Marissa lives with, uh, with Jimmy Tate's now, and... Uh, so you'd think that she would go have dinner with Ryan, which, uh, but they're gonna go have dinner apparently with uh, Jimmy Tate's ex-wife okay. and her new boyfriend, their grandpa. grandpa? <laughs> yes, and I'm like, well, now why are you gonna do that? But apparently yeah. that I guess that was the plan. Um, and okay, uh, so uh, uh, yeah, so that that's what we know so far mm-hmm. then seth uh uh oh that's not even worth talking about um <laughs> nah. so uh yeah so seth uh, comes out and he says that anna's coming over and yeah. he's all stuttering comically about it because he's really nervous because he yeah. likes this girl apparently um he likes her now is that how we landed last time yeah okay, well, great. well, well there was happens. sort of a like yeah. A bit of a love triangle thing. He's starting thing to figure yeah. it out that she keeps on kissing him. Yeah. Listen, yeah. do you guys think that that's going to culminate in this episode as uh, a wacky sitcom-esque Seth's got two girls in two different rooms and neither one of them know about the other. Yes. Oh, God. He has to keep juggling them. Are you kidding yes. me? That doesn't happen at all. No, oh, okay. It does. Damn it. Oh, okay, God. Good. It very much does. God. Um, unlike... I thought this show was supposed to be like slick and hip and soap opera y. Yeah. This is the most hack uh, yeah. sitcom premise. Do they acknowledge it as like, well, this is just like an old sitcom or are they No, no. they play it they play it as straight as they can. Yeah. And they, they lay it all on poor Nobody's done this before. Yeah, but yeah. they they lay it all on poor uh uh Adam Brody. Like I feel bad for him because they're like uh, it, do this like it hasn't well, been. Well he got paid, don't before. feel too bad. Oh yeah, he's very rich <laughs> and I'm very poor. Um 
So, uh, yeah, so Marissa comes over and she gives Ryan a bunch of smooches in the guest house. Uh, <laughs> smooches him right in the guest house. Oh, man. <laughs> um, and uh, she's like, uh, so what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And he's like, oh, I'm going to go visit my deadbeat brother in jail. And she's like, oh, well, then I'm going to come with you. And he's like, no way. You're not coming to jail with me. You're a hot girl. And she's like, uh, she's like. Okay, well, whatever. So he goes to get in the car to go to jail, and she's in the car already. She's like, I'm fucking coming with you. I'm your girlfriend, and I'm supportive. And I'm like, you know what, Marissa? Good show. Um, so, oh, yeah. So then Rachel shows up at, uh, at, the, at the family house. And if you don't know who Rachel is. Is she the work? She's the, yes. she's the work. Uh, Sandy Eyebrows. Kind of, yeah. That's got, like, a crush on Sandy Eyebrows. Yeah. They've yeah. got, like, some sexual tension. Oh, on, well, like, she, 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 like... Explicitly tried to make out with him in in my episode. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "No, thank you." I'm so married. she goes to his house on Thanksgiving. So yeah. Now she's what did she tell well, her own family? She's invite. I don't know. She's <laughs> like, uh, "Hey, I've got she a weird herself? crush on yeah, this yeah. guy. I'm gonna go hang out with." Uh, no, like I guess they invited her because then That's uh, a dumb move, Sandy Eyebrows. Yeah. The fuck you thinking? Um. Yeah. Yeah. He oh. wasn't thinking. That yeah. was a problem, Dan. Ugh. You know what, Men. guys? I think you're mad, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Especially the white ones. Uh, so then, oh, just before um, Ryan leaves, Seth gives him a comic book and Mom gives him a pie. Okay. Um, Great. Which, again, I don't know why I wrote that down because it doesn't factor in mm. to the rest of the episode. Uh, Marissa's in the, in the car waiting for him. Uh, they go to prison and Ryan uh, apologizes to his brother for not seeing him. But he's still mad that uh, that they he made him steal that car in the first episode. Okay, right. Um, and the brother's like, "Look, I'm six thousand dollars in debt, uh, and I need you to go steal a car for me." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that's fucking awesome!" Yeah. And he's like, "I'm not gonna fucking steal a car for you." He's like, "Look, there's dudes on the inside here uh, that are friends with the people I owe the money to on the outside. They're gonna fucking kill me if you don't do this." Um, you need to do this. And he's like, oh, fuck. All right. So uh, Ryan goes back with Marissa and he's like, I'm going to take you to the train station because I had to go steal a car and uh, deliver it to a chop shop to pay back the bad dudes. And she's like, no way. I'm coming with you because uh, I'm your girlfriend. And I'm like, all right. You better know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, so then uh, mom just goes, can you believe Seth has a girlfriend? I thought he was such a fucking loser. Yeah, uh, they're really um, down on Seth. They really are mean to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He's got two ladies now. Yeah. He's doing fine. So, uh, uh, so Anna shows up, uh, and she says she doesn't want to have dinner with her own family, and uh, Sandy Eyebrows is very impressed with her. This woman is a terrible actor. Rachel? Uh Anna. Or Anna, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, she doesn't know what she's doing. Um, so then uh, Jimmy Tate shows up, and he's kind of like just hanging out there. And then they, him and uh, Rachel, realize that they were trying to set them up together. Mm-hmm. And Rachel's pissed because she's like, "This guy's a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> he's a criminal. Why are you trying to set me up with this idiot?" Yeah. And then it turns out it's a fair question. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then they're uh, they're in the. Um, uh, the living room watching a football game, and it turns out what they both love football. Oh, yeah. and that's the, and then immediately they're bonded. Great. 
Uh, so then uh, Julie and Grandpa show up, and they're like, uh, hey, we just wanted to stop off and see Marissa, but guess what? We're going to stay, because Grandpa says, this is my fucking house. I'm going to stay here and eat your food. <laughs> uh, Touche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Also, I'm going to make it with all the neighbors. Uh, so they all meet in the living room, and it's very awkward. Uh Marissa and Ryan show up at a house, the house where they're supposed to uh, get the stolen car from, uh, like, their friends who were, like, car stealers also. Uh-huh. Um, and a girl answers the door, and Ryan is surprised to find that it's a dirtbag girl that he used to date. Oh. And Marissa's like, what? Mm. And she's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then uh, Ryan is going with that girl's brother to get the car, and Marissa's like, oh, well, um, I'll stay here. Because the mom's there, too. And I'm like, does she steal cars also? What's with this family? Ryan's mom? No, not Ryan's mom. The girl's mom. Oh, I see. Like, yeah. So okay. uh, so the brother's going to... The brother and Ryan are going to go you know, right, okay. get the car and take it to the chap shop. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, and she's like, I'll just help uh, help them around the house. And the mom's like, oh, well, you can help us cook Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, the woman goes, um, or the, the ex-girlfriend is like, oh, she doesn't make dinner. She fucking has maids and shit like that. <laughs> Damn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we were all going to do it. There was a short intermission. And then, uh, okay, so we go back to the house and tension between Jimmy and wife. Uh, Anna starts yelling at the grandpa about the wetlands. Okay. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because she's like, the dumplings? Your wetlands yeah. are, yeah. 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 Like, you barely have any dumplings. The, the football in your team they bound it over. Yeah. Wait, you love the wetland dumplings too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They're having a great season. Jeez. <laughs> um, and then uh, the doorbell, and surprise, <laughs> Summer shows up. Because uh, why wouldn't she? Right. And basically, she just kind of goes like... You guys watching the uh, Wetland Dumplings <laughs> game here? Oh, I love the Dumpling Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys will excuse me, I got to go uh, I gotta go do the uh, Dumpling Shuffle. Yeah, if you, you know what I mean. They need a win this it. week. They sure got trampled by the Prairie Tuxedo Pants last yeah. week. <laughs> it's a rich game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, uh, so then uh, Summer's like, yeah, I'm just here because I want to talk to you, Seth about what didn't happen last week on the yacht or whatever, which apparently they were supposed to do it or something, but then they didn't. Oh. Uh, yeah, so then they go to the pool house, and Summer, like, starts kissing up on him and shit. Oh. And he's like, oh, whoa, whoa, what? Shit. Yeah, and then Marissa, back at the at the car thieves' house, Marissa finds a picture of Ryan. He's dressed as Snoopy. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, like, he was in a production of uh, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown or oh, something. Okay. okay. <laughs> and Marissa finds it sure. adorable. Great. And then back at the house, mom is drinking a lot of wine because everybody's yelling at each other. Um, and then Anna finds uh, Seth and goes like, oh, let's go out to the pool house. But guess what? That's where Summer is. Uh-oh. So he takes her. He's like, well, no, let's go to my room instead. And she clearly wants to boner him. But he, he's <laughs> like, oh, but, but I got to go check on the beans or something. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, all right. And so he goes, uh, uh, like, but beans. Is that a uh, metaphor for taking a shit? <laughs> <laughs> beans, eh? I gotta go check on the beans. If you know <laughs> what I mean. you understand my very strange meaning. <laughs> uh, 
No, and then he calls Ryan and he goes like, "Oh, I got two girls." Check on my beans. Yeah, I was gonna say, is Ryan the beans? I gotta go. (laughs) It's a it's a metaphor for his testicles. Hey Ryan, how how, this girl wants to get it down? Can you check my beans? (laughs) Hey Ryan, how are your how are your beans feeling? Uh, Well, I don't know because we'll we'll get to the bottom of this. We certainly will. Um, So. yeah, so he calls Ryan and he's like, "Hey, I got two girls and a real problem." And Ryan's like, "Tell me about it," because he also has that. All right. Uh, and then mom starts making margaritas because they ran out of wine and she wants to get drunk. Okay. Um. So then Seth is in another room with Summer, and they're about to do it sex style, and Summer's oh. all like, "Wait, what am I doing? Get off me!" <laughs> I'm like, you psycho. <laughs> Uh, and then we're back in the kitchen where everyone is still arguing and throwing around accusations about who invited who to this crazy mess and mm. who let... Uh, the dogs out. Yeah. And who let Marissa go to Chino with Ryan because that's dangerous and also whose lands are wet. Uh, so Seth goes back to his room and finds Anna and she's playing Django with a toy horse. Cool. I think she's supposed to be whimsical. Yeah. But she's a really terrible actor. And they start getting it on again, and he's like, wait a minute, I got this other girl in this other room. I gotta go check out so the many sweet beans. potatoes. <laughs> so uh, maybe sweet potatoes. Maybe oh. maybe his testicles are sweet potatoes. Right. My beans turned into sweet potatoes and I gotta go get them checked out. <laughs> and also <laughs> swelling up. I think I have to take a crap. <laughs> also I'm I very to... confused. Yeah, also gotta go take a dump. <laughs> uh, so then he leaves. And then uh, Ryan drops off the stolen car to the hoodlums, and and they use like words like "Yeah, that's a pretty hot ride" and stuff like that. And I'm like, "All right, well, you guys are clearly streetwise." Uh-huh. Uh, so the hoodlum, is, the hoodlum goes, "Oh, I'm surprised you could even pull this off, because your brother's such a fucking stupid son of a bitch." And Ryan's like, "Yep." Anyway, I should get going. And they're like, no, we've been waiting for this car for so long that now there's interest. And they start beating up Ryan. Uh, Why is that satisfying for you? I don't understand hoodlums. (laughs) Hoodlums Uh, these days. Yeah, so then Ryan runs away just as Marissa pulls up in the car. He jumps in and they speed off. Yeah. Yeah. So then Seth goes and tells Eyebrows about the two girls. And Eyebrows is like, be a man, you have to decide. And Seth's like, I can, I'm a nerd. Yeah, Hulk. Yeah. Um, so then everybody's still fighting in the kitchen, and okay. the turkey's on fire. Oh, no. Turkey's yeah. on fire! Turkey's on fire, <laughs> run, boy, run! Turkey's on fire, and where are the beans? <laughs> <laughs> the beans are in the sweet potatoes, run, boy, run. <laughs> um, and the turkey's on fire, dinner is ruined. Oh, no. everybody keeps fighting. And then, in like the most improbable scene, both Anna and Summer walk into the kitchen at the same time and say things like, Anna goes like, hey, where did you go? I was just kissing you up in your room. You know, just to further the plot kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's so awkward the way they do it. And Summer's What like, happened with your beans? Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, I thought your beans were did on Did you ever fire. get a hold on those sweet potatoes? <laughs> you said your beans were on fire for me. <laughs> um, and she's like, wait a minute, I kissed you too. Now both girls are mad at him, and they walk out, and now he's got, he's no, got girls. no girls. Yeah. Oh, a man. A lot of beans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then uh, Ryan goes back to jail to tell his brother that he dropped off the car, and the brother's like, 
thanks for doing that for me, but you have a life now. You have to leave me behind. And Ryan's like, okay. Bro. okay. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Word up. Thanks. Yeah. So then Ryan and Marissa come back and hang out with Seth, who lost both girls, and he's all sad about it. Ryan's all sad about his brother. And Marissa's like, hey, Seth, Ryan played Snoopy. We're friends. Uh, the end. Oh. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. is called Homecoming. Uh-huh. All right. Let I'm exhausted. See if there's that some... really takes a lot out of you explaining yeah, yeah. one of these things. Yeah. Totally. Um, did you write down the music or? Oh, I'm no, loading but I it have up. A, uh, I have a website that I uh, refer to. Let okay. me refer Let to me it. see who gets to it first. Because I got it doing the thing. Music. Oh. Uh, you got some Erlamart We Drink on the Job. What? That's a great song by a great band. What did you say? What were the words? Uh, we Drink on the Job by the band Erlamart. Erlamart? E-A-R-L-I-M-A-R-T. All right. Uh, Breathe Easy by a Mini Bar. Different Stars by Trespassers William. Why wouldn't you? (laughs) Uh, Caravan by the Josh Bouzon Trio. Ah, Bouzon. And then also Caravan by Gordon Jenkins. I'll tell you what. Oh, yep. No, we're right. I don't know about Bouzon. Latinos Mundial by Mellow Man Ace. And Orange Sky by Alexi Murdoch. Mm. Yes. There's a lot of a lot of jams in this uh, episode. Yeah, there were a lot one, of jams. Only one that I recognize. And that was Orange Sky, I assume? Erlamar. Oh, yeah, the one that you said you recognized. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Uh, uh, the only one I recognized was Orange Sky, uh-huh. which is a fine enough song. Yeah. So that was probably the best one. Yeah. The worst one, I guess, was the other ones. Breathe Easy by Minibar. How would that go? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> this is your job. <laughs> I got my miniature alcohol from the mini bar. I can breathe easy. <sighs> mm. ah, minty fresh. <laughs> what, are you drinking minty? schnapps? Yeah. No, he's having some mint schnapps. Yeah. That's what's in the mini bar. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. we're different stars and I'm a trespasser's William. I don't know why every time I sing the song, they, they gotta sing work their there. Name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More bands should do that. Bands You'd be able to know who they are then. The My name's Gordon Jenkins. I'm a caravan man. I'm the Gordonest <laughs> Jenkins that you ever did see. <laughs> cool. Great. Yep, that's so about it. So that was the OC Corner. Orange, you glad? It's over. <laughs> Uh, Next week, we will have another episode of the OC to talk about. Greg will be running through that. That's right. We will see uh, the Ben-Hur remake, how that fares, and you guys will get to go see whatever you want, including the Ben-Hur movie. It's up for grabs, just saying. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, we will talk about some music by the DBs. Until then, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. There's a ghost at the end of Safe Haven been a while you guys will smith you guys can you check out my beans (laughs) after the show greg Mm -hmm. as usual (laughs) something's wrong with my beans (laughs) only if you check out my sweet potato guys my (laughs) beans are the size of sweet potatoes (laughs) (laughs) easy wetlands
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. 